0: Hey, this is TJ Perkins. This is Mike Mondo. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is the King of Old School, Steve Corino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it is? It's the it boy, one half of the All Night Express, Rhett Titus. And you're listening to the ROH Cast. R-O-H cast. The ROH cast. The ROH Cast. ROH Cast. The
1: ROH Cast.
2: At ROH ROHWorld.com.
1: ROHWorld.com.
2: ROHWorld.com. R-O-H At ROHWorld.com. Let's get it, baby.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 39 of ROHcast. My name's Harry. I'm the web designer and co owner of ROH.com. I'm joined uh, with podcast's worst nightmare, John. How's it going? And the zombie podcaster, Des.
0: Toot toot, everybody. What's going on? <laughs> uh,
1: Stephen couldn't be with us this week as he is busy watching the football or soccer, if you're American, as I'm sure. Soccer. Maybe many of our listeners are and uh i was saying before the podcast that i think i'm committing treason by not watching england play football but uh if anything's worth it rh cast is so um this week we're going to talk about the latest news we're going to do sort of a preview of best in the world which is this sunday live on our pay-per-view on uh, the com, and we're also going to talk about the latest uh sbg tv show but uh to change the format a little bit this week um there's not much news but uh we're going to kick the show off with the news, so you can always find that during the week at com.
2: As Harry just said, there's not much news this week, but the news is fairly important, and there's important info regarding the ordering of Best in the World. Uh, Ring of Honor brought in, I'm not sure if this is pronounced right, but it looks like it's pronounced uh, Kia, A-C-Q-U-I-A. And uh, they're described as one of the most reputable Drupal hosting and performance companies, and they're brought in to help resolve the web performance issues uh, of Ring of Honor's IP reviews and to migrate uh, Ring of Honor to their scalable hosting solution. And this is done, to, I guess, to ensure that Best in the World is going to run smoothly and there will be no problems that there was during uh, Border Wars. And uh, as a result of this, um, ROHwrestling.com may be taken down for 12 to 36 hours around Wednesday or Thursday. So if you're going on there to watch any... Other videos they have or anything, you know, just be aware that you might not be able to access the site during that time. And uh, if they're uh, if for some reason the migration does not pass quality control and is not available to the uh, to watch, Ring of Honor will provide a third party platform to order and watch the internet pay per view. <laughs>
0: gofightlive.tv Yeah, that's what I was thinking too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so basically, from what I get from that is that they've brought in this you know external company who are. Uh, apparently, you know, skilled in sort of web hosting and server management and stuff to sort of fix and improve the RH Wrestling website and transfer it to a better server. Is that sort of, is that right? That seems to be the gist of it. So, yeah, that that sounds good, but to be honest, I still have no faith in them. So um, we're just going to have to, as we always say, sort of wait and see. I mean, I hope they get it right.
2: Yeah, and uh, one more thing about Best in the World is that, remember... If you ordered uh, Border Wars, uh, you'll get Best in the World free because if you didn't get the refund. So if you didn't get the refund for Border Wars, you'll be able to watch the show free of charge. Yeah, so that's
1: good. That's good. Yeah. But for anyone who, you know, didn't buy Border Wars or, you know, perhaps got the refund instead, I wouldn't recommend paying in advance for Best in the World. I'd sort of, you know, be available. Wait. Yeah, sort of wait and see. Check it us on twitter at roh underscore world or check our forum and see what people are saying if people are all saying yeah stream's fine then go ahead and buy it but i'd i'd be reluctant to sort of put money up front without you know seeing it or hearing it's actually working
2: and i'm uh, moving on uh ring of honor has really been getting better at the two uh, tuesday rollout by bringing out you know new dvds and new merchandise every week and this week border wars was released on dpd this is what happened only a month ago so they're really speeding up their uh, mm, turnover to good. get shows back out and there's two new shirts the first one is uh tomasu has his first ever ring
1: of honor shirt which is a okay looking shirt i'd say it's it's a lot better than the j lethal campstrong one and chop your face so and the other one might be
2: one of the best ring of honor shirts of all time but the uh, <laughs> kill steam kill shirt and it's modeled after a Pretty much just like uh the john cena rise above hate shirt
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is really good actually that one i'll give him credit
2: nice and simple yeah and it's and it's pretty funny
1: and uh, there's been
2: two matches announced for ring of honor two of ring of honor's chosen july both involving eddie edwards uh the first is uh, when ring of honor is in milwaukee july 14th it'll be a border wars rematch as eddie edwards takes on rhino and uh in July 30th in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, for the first time ever, it'll be Eddie Edwards taking on Tommaso Ciampa. And both of these matches, I remember I liked the Rhino-Eddie Edwards match in Border Wars quite a bit. Mm. And Ciampa's been really impressive lately, so I'm really looking forward to their match it's, as
1: well. uh, it, it is good you know, that his streak did end, because now he can go into matches like this and can't afford to lose without you know, having his precious streak ruined, because Jay Lordy already did that. So you know, that has opened these windows and these opportunities for more matches for Ciampa, which is great.
2: And the final bit of news this week is... that this, it? Is it? This is pretty much it, yes. There's wow. been absolutely nothing. Yeah, you think you know with a big IP review coming up, they'd really want to put news out there, but it doesn't really seem like it. But the new article is up on uh, rohworld.com by Steven, and it's titled, Who are the Guardians of Truth? And it kind of, I guess, details who he thinks could be Truth Martini's new team that's being brought in for uh, best in the world and what the possibilities are and what they could possibly do in Ring of Honor.
1: Yeah, I think we'll cover that a bit more in the preview when we talk about their match with the uh, the Briscoes.
2: And that pretty much covers it all.
1: Wow. A whole week there in about, what, five minutes? We just saved you going to ROHVething.com during the week there. Mm-hmm. Um, So now we're going to talk about the latest uh, TV show, which originally aired on June 16th. Um, the show began with a recap of uh, Richard's Edwards 4 from last week. And uh, Edwards says that... Uh, he wants the match order to no contest because of uh, Jimmy Jacobs' interference. What are your thoughts on that?
2: It, I don't know. It's kind
1: of stupid, but it fits in with this character, so I can't mm. complain yeah. too much. I'm assuming we'll see Richard Edwards 5 at some point later uh. this year. Uh, <laughs> next week. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Stephen has gone on record and said there's going to be a, a number one contendership match between the two in October. Uh-oh. But he seems to forget that it is Davy's only shot. So I don't think oh, his yeah. prediction will come true. Um, so moving on, the show began with Mike Bennett taking on um, Adam Page. That was his name. Um, apparently he's a former. Oh, no, he he is sorry. He he's a tobacco farmer.
0: Yes, and he graduated say, from Virginia Tech. With a degree in film.
1: And he's 20 years old and... Yeah. um, I
0: learned so much about Adam Page.
1: Yeah. I wasn't really a fan of his, to be honest. I thought this (laughs) match was just sort of there. When it ended, I was like, yeah, that was really pointless. It, It didn't do anything. It did nothing for... You know, it didn't make Adam Page look like a breakout star. It didn't boost Bennett at all. It was just sort of pointless. I think the only purpose of this match was to continue... The Eddie Edwards storyline where, um, you know, after the match, Brutal Bob, Bennett and Maria all started beating down on um, Paige. And then Eddie Edwards made the save and uh, Bennett then challenged Edwards to face Brutal Bob next week on TV. So um, forget best in the world. I think we have to tune in for the TV show instead. Yes. But uh, Des, you know, what did you think of this week's opener? Are you sort of down on it as I am?
0: Uh, yeah, it was, it was just there. Yeah, it was obviously uh, usually opening matches. They kind of go across an entire commercial break. This one didn't. It was just used to elevate the storyline uh, between Edwards and Bennett and uh, Brutal Bob. So we get to look forward to that wrestling clinic next week between uh, Brutal Bob Evans and Eddie Edwards. And hopefully Eddie Edwards will chop Brutal Bob's face.
1: <laughs> yes, that's the, that's the t-shirt saves. Uh John?
2: Yeah, this match just kind of happened. It started... They wrestled, then it ended. Like, I can't remember a single thing that happened. That should have been
1: your TV match. report. Like, like, I that's how only... I do mine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, like I can't remember one single spot or anything from this entire match. Like, it's, It was really weird. At one
0: point, uh, Bennett goes for the TKO, and then he gets schoolboyed, and then he gets out of the schoolboy, and then he just goes right back and hits the TKO like nothing happened.
1: Yeah. Okay, that's
2: right. The, yeah. Like the Two good things about this match... Brutal Bob, to Maria. Maria. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Brutal Bob and Maria. Okay, three things. Brutal Bob, Gitsi Maria, and McGinnis' awesome commentary. Yes. I think Nigel might be my favorite commentator in all of wrestling right now. He's just become so good.
1: He is. He, he's definitely improved a hell of a lot since uh, oh, yeah. the show started. He yeah, remember, really like, is fantastic. I
2: remember one line about, uh, he says about Brutal Bob, like his birth uh, certificate was just a uh, an apology to the condom company or something along <laughs> those lines. <laughs> I don't
1: remember that. That's yeah, brilliant. I love that.
2: I noted that too. That was great, but yeah, like, other than Nigel and uh, the and the epic showdown that was uh, created for next week's Matt, uh show, mm. this did really much pretty much nothing for me whatsoever.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, that, <laughs> that sums it up really. Uh, Kevin Steen then made his way to the ring with Jimmy Jacobs and Steve Corino. Basically, they said that uh, next week it's Steen and Jacobs versus O'Reilly and Richards. Uh, Now I'm assuming that'll be opener because you know brutal Bob is the main event, so taking on Edwards in the main event. But uh, he also said that he wants um, his match with Richards this Sunday at Best in the World to be a no disqualification match. So um, and I believe this has been confirmed on the ROH website. So it will be an ODQ match, and I think we'll preview that obviously in the Best in the World preview coming up. And uh, next we had Jay and Mark Briscoe taking on. Um, Sam Shaw and Q T Marshall.
0: Oh no, it's off the wall, Sam Shaw.
1: Off the wall, oh, yes. Well, he remembered. is off the wall. And uh, personally, we had the best thing of this match was um, Truth Martini on commentary talking about his <laughs> Guardians of Truth. I thought he was uh, quite fantastic once again, and uh, it backs up what we keep saying that we seem to say Truth Martini every week, but Nana never seems to get to speak, which is strange. But uh, uh, John, what did you think of this? this tag match i
2: thought the tag match was kind of like the first match it was kind of forgettable yeah. but it was cool for me to see because sam shaw is a local independent wrestler so around saying, like the off the wall off the wall sam shaw i'm sorry <laughs> he's a local independent wrestler around you know the florida area so it was pretty cool to see him on here
1: but hmm. you know him and uh marshall didn't get to show much but it was i did it, love um i think it was mark briscoe when he walks on the middle rope doing his little dance
2: that's my yeah, favorite move in the world. I, so
1: funny.
2: It makes me laugh. And and the Briscoes had awesome facial hair this week. Like, Tommaso Ciampa should take note. <laughs> but, yeah, it was... This match, you know, like, it wasn't much of a match, but getting not hear Martini on commentary was just great. Like, the more mic time he gets, the better off
1: Yeah, we all are, I think. It makes us all the better people. <laughs> <laughs> and Des, what did you think of the tag match?
0: Uh, again, it was just there. It was, uh, you know... Truth was the most entertaining part of this match, especially at yeah. the end when uh when the Briscoes gets the pin, and Truth Martini just does this ominous like yeah, villain it's... growl and he's like Briscoes,
1: I hate you. I love the bit it. where he was like he was calling them out over here, and one of the Briscoes were just looking the other way up into the ceiling like it. It was so <laughs> yeah. funny. Uh, so yeah, I mean it just shows that this match was sort of there when the best bit once again was the commentary really. So. Yeah, two sort of uneventful matches, which is sort of the last thing you want on sort of the go-home show for the pay-per-view. Now, you yeah. know, I know there is a show next week, but most people won't see that until after the pay-per-view. So, you know, this is sort of the last thing you want on the last, you know, on the go-home show. But uh, which is something mo- I think
2: Brigham Modern needs to figure out that a lot of people are not getting to see the show, like the go-home show to after the pay-per-view. So they might want to start. Making the go home show the week earlier. Yeah, because if you think about team. it,
1: next week we've got Steen and Jacobs taking on Richards and O'Reilly. That should have been this week. Yeah, because that would have built up perfectly for the best in the world. So I don't know. It's very strange. um And also, oh, I, I, actually, I almost spoiled something, so I won't spoil it. Anyway, uh, moving on, we then got to uh, we had Vader Scott, John's favorite, backstage with Yes Nana and Ardy Evans. Um, Evan Evans says that they advised Champa to pursue other ventures on the TV title, but Champa is still challenging for it. Um, yeah, it was just sort of there, still teasing this sort of merge or sort of coalition maybe with the House of Truth. So I think we'll find out what's happening between those two factions at, uh, at Best in the World on Sunday. Um, we then had this week's Inside Ring of Honor. Um, which began, I believe, with a recap of last week's segment between Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team and the All Night Express. Um, we then had... I'm pretty sure... Was it the What's same
2: promo? Which, which, sadly, was the only time we got to see Charlie Haas all
1: night. Yes, it, it wasn't a hostage crisis like last week, unfortunately. But uh, we then had a promo by Finley, and was it the same promo he's already shown, or was it a different one that was very similar? I'm 95% sure it was the same promo. If not, he pretty much said the
2: exact same thing. He basically
1: said... He doesn't care if Michael Elgin's unbreakable, but he's coming for him. That was basically the gist of it. Um, we then had a very similar promo to last week from Jay Lethal, basically saying that he wants the TV title. That was the gist of it. Um, and then Davey Richards also said that he wants revenge on Kevin Steen, and he tells O'Reilly he needs to stop being a whiner. Screwjob. So, sorry? <laughs> Screwjob. What, O'Reilly screwing Davey? Yes. Oh, could be. Ooh. Could be. Yeah, that makes sense. I have to put some pick and points on that. Um, right. We then had Vader Scott again backstage with Truth Martini. More Truth Martini. And Roderick Strong. More Vader uh, Scott. <laughs> I know. Uh, more Martini. Uh, <laughs> Strong <laughs> Strong was basically whining again that he has to wrestle Tommaso Ciampa. And Martini says the Ixfe is in. John, can you elaborate?
2: Ixfe Trans- is pig Latin for fix. So Martini told Strong that the fix is in, apparently meaning that the House of Truth and the Embassy had a plan to keep the belt on and Strong
1: and not that have... that's exactly what happened, because I remember when we discussed the, uh, the spoilers of this, we were very confused at the finish, and it kind of was confusing. Basically, um, the referee was being distracted by Ardy Evans, and uh, during that time, Prince Nana then tried to get in the ring, but he was uh, punched by Strong, uh, champa then hit the project champa the double powerbomb to the knees on too strong went for the pinfall had a probably a three count and just as the ref turned around to start counting prince nana then attacks roderick while he was being pinned causing the dq and uh, you know he retains the title so that was obviously by the from what we can tell was fixed so um i'm just looking forward to seeing what happens between you know nana the embassy and house of truth at the pay-per-view and you know who's going to leave tv champion really and I'm not really sure what Jay Lethal, Jay Lethal has to do with this, to be honest, because... Nothing. It's weird. What, he's just the odd man out. What's been going on on TV has been talking about the House of Truth and Embassy, so Jay Lethal's just sort of been doing inside ROH promos, saying he wants the belt, and,
2: and no, uh, no I've, bring us I've,
1: it brings on it. i have to realize I don't like Jay Lethal that much.
2: <laughs> like, like something about him, like, oh, it, it's just so... I, I don't know, like, he has person, He's shown personality before, but Mm. Now it's just like the same promo like every week. Yeah, like, there's, there's it's Something great, about this great. way he talks just annoys me. Yeah, like, it is kind like,
0: of, I'm gonna beat you for the title.
1: It's like, I think <laughs> exactly. I talked about this before that he's he's not really, you'd think he'd be someone that could challenge for the world title but then he, he's not really, just his character I don't think is ready.
0: Mm-hmm. He comes uh, yeah, off exactly. like a mid-carder.
1: So, um, yeah. Before we talk about Jay Lethal who's not in this main event, um, John, what did you think of the match, Tina, uh, Champa, and Ruddy?
2: Uh, about ninety-five percent of this match was really good. I was liking this match. Yeah, I've I, really, I, I agree. I've really become a fan of Champa since he kind of uh, adopted or kind of shown the uh, what is it the, the Sicilian psychopath gimmick? Since that's really yes. become a big part of his character since losing to Lethal, like how he's just become like obsessed with getting the belt and just everything. Mm. I think he does a really good job portraying that character and the yeah. match with strong was going really good they had some nice back and forth action just the ending just didn't make any sense to me well, like, a... no matter no matter which way it goes like if the fix was in why wouldn't the embassy immediately immediately kind of stop the match so yeah. that that's true they wouldn't risk any kind of injuries or anything yeah like it just point. doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever you always I have these always... logic flaws in wrestling though, uh-huh. and it's all I so think it was like,
1: uh, attacking him during the pin made it too obvious. Perhaps I would have preferred something that that could have come across more of an accident, but it wasn't. You know, if that makes sense, or so something. Well, maybe that...
2: they made it try to make it look more accidental, since it could look like Nana was trying to get revenge on Strong for having for Strong like knocking him out like a minute before. Yeah. I don't know. It just was weird. Mm. That's
1: what it was. Uh, Dez, what do you think of the main event? <clears throat>
2: uh,
0: I think you always have those logic flaws in wrestling where, you know, like you have the the, the referee gone bad and he waits like 20 minutes until he screws over the guy. It, there's always like, – why, <laughs> do why don't you do it from the get-go? Do it before the match starts. Screw him over then. Mm. But, you know, it, it was weird. The finish was weird. Apart but, from
1: that, uh, I thought it was quite good. Things. Yeah.
0: And, and do you guys think there's going to be like a, a,
1: a merger of the two stables? Yeah, I was saying that because like – I think having two heel factions on a one-hour show doesn't really work, and it shows which only because... has one wrestler. Exactly, and it shows because like Nana and the Embassy don't really get that much talk promo time, especially compared to Truth Martini. Yeah. So I'd love to see some sort of merger because they've got some fantastic talkers there, and if they could merge into a heel faction and get a few more, or well, you know, just having Elgin Rhino, Guardians of Truth, Roderick and Champa. I don't know how they could merge all of them think someone's gonna have to break off possibly champa here well
0: Not- no actually i really like this idea um because it gives gives you a really good long-term storyline just to play armchair booker for a second you could have uh elgin is is teasing breaking off from house of truth anyway mm. so when you have the house and embassy merge you've got michael elgin breaks off and then you've got guys for elgin to run through while he works yeah. his way up to the real
1: title that's a good point yeah, yeah that is really good yeah hmm i hope you're listening ring of honor
2: we no, want to hope see you're not yeah. well, well, well,
1: what, they, well, what would they, they, they be the called course. the the House of Embassy Limited the <laughs> Embassy of Truth Limited I mean we need some names here
0: that's a contest submit your ideas and win nothing
1: <laughs> <laughs> like most of our contests <laughs> uh, John were you going to say something about the main event or uh, I pretty much said everything
2: I had yeah.
1: to say yeah. so I think so I yeah overall contest. it was a, a good match it was just had a Bit of a strange finish, and uh, I think overall the show was just sort of okay. I mean, Steen did quite a good promo, and the main event was decent enough. But then you, you know, you have those two matches, and the inside ROH segment, which was just sort of there, and it's it's not the sort of thing you want leading into pay per view. I think I'd rather have the ending of this show sort of should have been something to do with the main event just left some sort of anticipation like oh i can't wait for sunday because i'm not really feeling any excitement for best in the world and i think this was the last chance to get some excitement going because as i said next week's show most people won't see until the monday which is obviously after the pay-per-view so um yeah a bit a bit sort of disappointing overall really um but moving on i think we'd I've just been told on the Skype chat that we forgot something. But uh, we're going to quickly go through the results from the Charleston show last weekend. I think it was Friday, uh, Friday, June 15th. And then after that, we will eventually get to the best in the world preview. But uh, I'll quickly run through the results here. Uh, The Briscoes defeated Totally Awesome, which is Chris, Silvio and Paradise. Um, That's awesome. That's an awesome name. Yeah. uh, The Honor Express defeated Coleman and Alexander. I'm sure that was pretty good because it wasn't that on TV a few weeks ago. So, yeah, like, yeah. Because
2: I remember they built this match as being still good on TV. They decided to give it another shot at the house show. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. This is very, very strange. Davy Richards versus Mike Mondo goes to a time limit draw. Um. Does anyone know how long a time limit draw is for a standard match? Because I know the TV title is 15 minutes, but what is a?
2: Was I this... assume it'd be 15 minutes as well. 15 or 20 minutes, I, I'm, I I think 20 minutes. That's what they've done in the past for That's time, time on the draws. This... Yeah, you know wrestling, though. You can make up the rules as you go along. Yeah,
1: exactly. This, yeah. to me... eight-minute time limit the draw. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be honest, Mike Mondo has started to improve and has impressed me on occasion, but David Richards is the former world champion. He was champion for a year. He's got a world title match this Sunday, and you're telling me that a week before his big title match... He cannot he defeat Mike, Mike Mondo. Mondo. And bear in mind that TJP defeated Mike Mondo. And TJP is very talented, but he never is allowed to win. And you know Mondo put him over. And now Richards can't beat Mondo in 20 minutes.
0: Well, it's not like anybody's going to watch
1: this yeah, house show say they... that. Yeah, it's just a house show. And it, it just, to me, comes across as a bit strange for someone the caliber of, you know, the positions on the card. I'm not, I'm not talking about Mondo's talent. It's nothing against him, but his position on the card right now compared to, you know, Davy Richards at the top.
2: It doesn't warrant him going like this getting this kind of opportunity. Like not, not against, not anything against Mondo, just saying where he is.
1: Yeah, right now. And I think this is, this shouldn't be happening right now. I mean, very strange. Very strange. If any, I mean, it's not, he'd sort of be the last person I think that would need this sort of push. Someone like, elgin i know he had the match with him but or cole or even o'reilly could do with the sort of push that you get by you know having a time limit draw with Richards. so um yeah very strange but as des said not like anyone will really see it so um although this was being taped for road rage so maybe people will see it des yeah after the pay-per-view i'm sure no that's true um we then had a four corner survival proven ground match um, in which the winner would, uh, if it wasn't Roderick Strong, would receive a TV title shot. And uh, Adam Cole defeated BJ Whitmer, Carlo Riley, and Roderick Strong to uh, pick up a future title shot. And I pray, I'm not a religious man, but I pray and just hope that he wins the belt because he. I think he, he could do something good with the TV title. And Strong is the last person who needs it, to be honest. Do you agree with that?
2: Oh, yeah, I'd like to see Cole win it. I think he'd be the perfect person to have it after like all the momentum he had a few months ago it'd be the perfect way to kind of parlay that momentum into something bigger while giving him something to do right now but hmm. i fully expect either champa to take the belt at best in the world or even though we've made wrong predictions about the tv title a thousand times <laughs> or or have elgin be the one that eventually takes or
1: lethal the- just don't forget about lethal i'm telling you everyone in the Pickums thought that Speaking of Lethal, this is a great uh, transition here. Jay Lethal defeated Michael Elgin, and in the Pickums, hardly anyone predicted that. I did, but uh, <laughs> it seemed most people thought that Elgin was going to pick up the win, and uh, no, Lethal um, did defeat <laughs> Elgin, which, you know, he could win that CV title back, you know.
0: i got to get better at remembering to do these Pickums, man.
1: Stephen forgets, and he's the co owner of the bloody website, so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then... this does it
2: make sense to me they have Mike Mondo and David Richards go to time on the draw but yeah. Lethal and Elgin Lethal can defeat Elgin it seems to me that it should be the other way around Like Elgin and Lethal could have went to
1: time on the draw while David should have pretty much easily beat yeah. like Mike Mondo exactly yeah you're perfectly right that's, that's too logical that's why they didn't do it
0: maybe they uh, messed up the results and they put it put it under the wrong uh, match
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah someone swapped the fi- like Mondo swapped the finishes round he thought he was doing a job so he somehow managed to swap the time limit draw picky devil um, we then had a Texas death match um, this wasn't in Texas was it no this was in uh, West Virginia okay I don't understand America
2: uh, <laughs> it, was
0: <a> <laughs> it was a Charleston death match
1: Uh, (laughs) yes it was between Jay Briscoe and Charlie Haas it was billed as the final encounter but I'm sure we've heard that before in wrestling Um, and Jay Briscoe defeated Charlie Haas Uh, we then got to the main event which was the Ring of Honor world title uh, where Kevin Steen defeated Eddie Edwards and I believe it was either after this match or before I read online on our forum on on a detailed report that Jim Cornette or someone announced that if Steen retains this Sunday at Best in the World, every match that Steen is in afterwards will be for the belt, because Cornet doesn't care who takes it off him. He just wants someone to take it off him. What do you think of that? I uh, like that. It it makes sense because it Steen... story, doesn't it? Yeah, I like it. And and or, and you know, perhaps if there is a, a show where they don't want to do a a uh, match for the belt, they can just put him in a tag team match with Corina or Jacobs. So I think I think it works well. It, you know, it fits in with the storyline, and it will fix the issue where everyone complained that David didn't defend the belt enough, because it looks like Steen will be defending it a hell of a lot, by the sounds of it. Um, and I th- yeah, that wraps up the results from Charleston. So um, it sounds like a pretty decent show, to be honest. There's some uh, good matches on there, and uh, yeah, it definitely gives more of a positive impression than the, the previous show. I can't remember exactly which one that was, but I remember there was a. Uh, a lot of negativity over the results that was that was a house wasn't it where you wrestled three times um but yeah <laughs> moving on to the uh, best in the world 2012 hostage crisis preview uh, which airs this sunday june 24th live on i pay-per-view i uh, does anyone here know the start time yeah it's at uh, five eastern okay uh, i'm not sure what that is for me but um that i don't know either 10... dude
2: <laughs> are you five hours ahead of
1: me? Yes, yeah, so it's for those in England. It's at 10 p.m. Yeah. or Eastern Time. It's 5 p.m. For Des, what about you on the? Uh...
0: On the Pacific Coast, it's uh,
2: 2 p.m.
1: There we go. That's a strange time. So uh, that'd be nice though. We just get to watch
2: it in the middle of the day and then get to do something later that night.
1: Yeah, so I mean it's, it's great for us because we don't have to stay up till 4, 5 a.m. like we often do for Ring of Honor shows. Um, yeah, so we're now going to run through each of the matches. We'll talk about the build. Um, we'll talk about what we expect, and I think we've got a. A couple of questions on the sort of Twitter, Facebook forum, etc. about the pay-per-view. So, um, yeah, uh, we're just going to talk about the show now. The first match on the card is the highly anticipated hybrid fighting rules match. Yes. Between Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. Now, um, for those who listen to the show regularly will know I think it was episode thirty six thirty seven a couple of episodes ago we detailed the hybrid fighting rules um the stipulations in depth, but it appears not someone not everyone's paying attention so Daniel Bryanson on the forum says, What exactly does hybrid fighting rules mean? please explain in great detail I really, <laughs> I really would like to know, and you know we like to listen to our fans so John, you are the sort of the master of the hybrid fighting rules i believe you've competed in many hybrid fighting contests um can you run us through the uh, official rules uh, announced by ring of honor for this match
2: oh uh, yeah the rules in this one are a little bit different than the ones i've usually competed in in the uh, underground hybrid <laughs> fighting leagues here in florida but your underground hybrid fights in t- until do you like fight a jedda Exactly. We, we just we uh we don't we, we well they're different because we don't have a ring so we don't have to use the rope breaks but <laughs> we usually fight in a uh, in a pit of fire is what we usually do.
1: <laughs> Go on.
2: But uh yeah in this one there are no pinfalls. Uh, this match can only end in a knockout, TKO, submission, disqualification, or a 15 minute time limit draw. Uh the decisions like I said are a knockout which occurs when one competitor falls to the canvas. And he's no. unable to rise to his feet with <laughs> 10 to, just seconds. Just to
1: clarify, this is not uh, John patronizing you and explaining what a knockout is. This is the official Ring of Honor um, announcement and well, press release, whatever you want to call it, official rule set. So John is literally reading what Ring of Honor announced, and he's not trying to patronize anyone. Ring of Honor is trying to patronize you. Yes. Exactly.
2: So, like I said, in case uh, you, you've forgotten the last 10 seconds since Harry kind of cut me off there. <laughs> A, a knockout occurs when one competitor falls to the canvas and is unable to rise to his feet without, within 10 seconds. So would this also be if he slips and falls and isn't like, knocked down? Because that would be a great way to end this match.
1: Someone just throws a banana skin in the ring. He slips on his own
0: sweat.
2: Exactly, and, and it just keeps on falling in the same puddle over and over and over and is <laughs> unable to get back
1: to his feet. Yes, yeah, so you just booked the finish. There we go. Someone threw, everyone just throw bananas in the ring so they fall over. Oh, my God.
0: That's going to replace the streamer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and now in New York, they would do something. About that. It'd probably be Twinkies instead.
2: <laughs> a uh, submission occurs when one competitor taps out or vocally gives up. I've always wondered what that is. What? Yeah, vocally too. gives up? What a submission is. I've never... I've oh, always... it's, 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 kind of, it's kind of iffy, but it's good to know. Yes. A TKO, which is also known as a technical knockout. Hmm occurs when the referee rules it impossible for a competitor for a competitor to continue the match. A draw occurs with when the 15 minute time limit expires. And a draw means there are is no winner. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: it doesn't say that, does it?
2: No, no, but I decided cuz they didn't clarify that. Thank you, John. I yeah, I understand I really now. Thank, thank you, John. John.
1: Yeah, I'm sure this is the great detail that Daniel Bryanson wanted. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. and there's also a disqualification by fouls and a loss due to a critical foul or when a participant accumulates three total fouls and like like i just said there are two types of fouls a critical foul is caused for immediately immediate disqualification there are four types of critical fouls they are uh the first is a is deliberate eye gouging groin attacks, and like I clarified the other week, it's an attack against the groin and not using the groin. (laughs) Uh, uh, Biting and pulling the opponent's hair. Uh, Another critical foul is use of a foreign object, uh, outside interference, and a physical abuse to the official. So, Whoever is officiating this match is not going to get any hands laid upon him, which is probably a good thing for him. (laughs) And uh, and then there is also normal fouls, and when a competitor accumulates three of these fouls he'll be disqualified so it takes three of these to be disqualified although it only takes one critical foul to be disqualified so three uh so three of any of the following fouls grounds for disqualification which is deliberately going out of the ring or
1: throwing an opponent out of the ring (laughs) so it's sort of like a cage match then they're not allowed outside they're sort of cage
2: yeah Yeah, confined
1: to a ring So, so 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 what I'm getting from this, it is a cage match where there are DQs, which sounds like TNA, and it's also a last man standing match in a cage (laughs) with DQs and a time limit. But wait, this match, it sounds.
0: I'm sure, I'm positive, it sounds more confusing than it's actually going to be.
1: Yes, there's no way they'll announce all of these. It's just John. It's going to be a long graphic if they get. (laughs) (laughs) They'll get it wrong. There's no way they'll fit all this text onto the screen.
0: Imagine how many spelling errors there would be. In that <laughs> oh God, John! I think there's still
2: more standard fouls. I know yes, I there are. There are deliberately holding and utilizing the ring ropes during the match for an advantage. So you, does that mean going to the top rope? That also seems to eliminate Irish whips as well. <laughs> uh, accidental <laughs> eye gouging. Match, can they? Accidental <laughs> eye gouging and groin attacks.
1: Accidental groin attacks.
2: Yes. So I'm not. I'm not quite sure. If that means using the groin or against the groin. I guess you can accidentally <laughs> use your groin in this, this attack. <laughs> and uh, you are not allowed to hold or pull the opponent's outfit. Which I, I guess if they, decide, if they decide to dress up for this match. Well, They're only wearing trunks.
1: They're not giving each other's wedges, are they? In the match? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an awesome spot. They turn into little bullies like, giving each other's wedges and nuggets They're having this,
0: like, thing. this really serious technical match, and then they just give each other wedgies. <laughs>
2: So um, and, and and that causes the TKO. Like they're just out. Like they just can't get back up from. So the referee they,
0: the TKO. They submit because they're so embarrassed.
1: <laughs> so is that all? Is that does that complete the hybrid fighting rules? That completes the hybrid fighting rules. So, so if you have any questions. To quote um, Adam Cole, it doesn't matter what stipula- stupid stipulation you add. He's going to prove he's the better wrestler, and I think Adam Cole will pick up the win here. There
0: you go. You happy now, Daniel Bryanson?
2: I hope he is. Uh, uh, if you have I'll any questions about yes. this, you can ask me on Twitter, at JohnShue89, and I'll be happy to answer.
0: And you can ask me, and I will make fun of you for asking, at the Smart. <laughs> <laughs> Um
1: Yeah, so, jokes aside, silly stipulation. Let's just strip the stipulation away. What do you guys... What, John, what do you expect from this match? You know, what do you think going into it? And who do you think is going to you know, pick up the win?
2: Well, back in March, these two were really climbing up the card getting a lot of airtime like you really seem like important members of the roster yeah
1: they main event 10th anniversary
2: and when you main event the 10th anniversary is probably one of the most important shows in ring of honor history that has to mean something about like you're standing in the company but since then they've really fallen down the card and haven't gotten much tv time or really mention and i couldn't tell you last time o'reilly had a match like on a house show where
1: yeah, or on TV. Sort of I mean, is he been injured or what? What exactly has happened? Does anyone I know? He had a match against Steen a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he did on the TV show. Yeah, that was the um, Go Home show for Border Wars, if I remember.
2: Yeah. Other than that, he hasn't been seen or heard from. Hmm. So, so like when their first match at Showdown on the Sun was announced, you know, we were all excited, thinking, all right, these are two of the, you know, breakout stars of 2012, you know, going at it. But, you know, the brownout happened and it kind of made that match not as good as it should have been. since they were Yeah, kind of didn't
1: they have to have just, like, stall the match for the pay-per-view and stuff? And, I don't know, so I still haven't seen that because I know no. it's put up on YouTube and i
0: it's it's never not worth in. going back and watching, honestly.
1: Yeah, I mean, which is disappointing, really. And I believe O'Reilly got the win, which is, should be huge, but because no one saw it and then he disappeared, it really did nothing for him. So. Yeah, it really nothing, yeah. I think that, apart-
0: brownout, that brownout, I think, actually killed that feud
1: dead. I thought you were uh, going to say it killed Connor Riley. <laughs> <laughs> just killed his gimmick and his character completely.
0: <laughs> well, it just killed the feud and I guess through no fault of their own, you know, yeah. nobody really cared about it after that. and it's
1: uh, very disappointing.
0: They haven't really followed up on it.
2: I don't know. Like they've lost all the momentum they had coming out of that like or going into that uh, match over the last few months. And I can't really say I'm looking forward to this match. I mean, I guess... It could be a good match. I mean, I guess the stipulations could make things interesting or different.
1: It depends how confusing and silly it gets because it could either just be a good match that ends via submission or it could be silly that ends in a Tommy McGraw or a fake knockout or whatever. But I hope it'll be a good match and I hope it's you know solidifies these, these two guys a bit more on the roster. And I think Cole should get the win here. Yeah, I want I Nigel it. to
0: go, uh, I want there to be a knockout, and I want Nigel to go, it is all over!
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Des, who do you think is going to pick up the win?
0: Um, just as perspective, uh, just to go along with my idea, I'd like to see Kyle get the win, and then uh, do his thing with Davey later in the show so they can uh, break off into their own little feud.
1: Yeah, that's, that'd be a good idea, actually. I might change my pickums. Um That's a heads-up, actually. For anyone on the forum, the... Uh, Thread for the pickums are best in the water up now, so be sure to go and uh, share your predictions on the show. And uh, yeah, and uh, we'll move on to the next match now, unless anyone else has got anything to add about the hybrid fighting rules.
2: I'll go over the rules. I won't have to need me to. No, no, no.
1: no. <laughs> no <it's>, okay. <laughs> okay. I think we're all fully aware of uh, stipulations now, and good luck to Kelly and McGuinness trying to explain that.
0: Wait, what's a draw again, John?
1: <laughs> a draw. I believe that is. Uh, the time it expires. <laughs> what happens in the case of a double knockout? They, they need to oh, clarify these kind of things. They do. They We'll wins. have to uh, find out live this Sunday in pay-per-view. But uh, the next match scheduled for the pay-per-view is the Briscoes taking on Truth Martini's Guardians of Truth. Uh, this was announced <laughs> two weeks ago that he is having two unknown men to represent him to take on the Briscoes. And he claims they're going to bring him the tag team gold as well. So, um he has not revealed who they are. He's said on TV that, uh, quote, if I told them who you are, everyone would run or something. And uh, he said that these two guys are kicked out of everywhere they've been. Um, on the TV show, on the sorry, on the website, he said that they're, they're not afraid to get nasty and do his dirty work. And, uh, you know, there are some silhouettes on um slash best in the world that would suggest that the Nasty Boys will be making their Ring of Honor <laughs> debut this Sunday. So, um
0: Actually, I have another idea. Go ahead. They've been kicked out of everywhere they've worked. I think it's Vince Russo and his son.
1: Oh, what a oh, swerve. Yes. And the, and now, according to uh, Stephen's article, which will be on rruchal.com very shortly, um, he says that the Guardians of Truth will be competing in masks. Now, I'm not 100% sure on where he got that from. And I'm gonna be very embarrassed if it probably has been announced on the newswire or something. But um very strange that they're hyping up who are these men and are just gonna come out of masks. So there's no oh, that's what sort of... yeah, that's what it is really. Perhaps they are literally gonna wear if you go on the Ring of Honor website and uh, our microsite, the graphic has you know, it's these black silhouettes with white exclamation marks for faces perhaps that's what's going to come out they'll come in a full body sort of out, black outfit with just a white question mark for a face <laughs> and be, they'll just be wrestling the briscoes so um, that'll be awesome hopefully you know we'll be able to figure out who they are based on their sort of physique and uh, wrestling style but to be honest I'm not sure what we can say because we don't know who the briscoes are facing so you know if it is the nasty boys it'll be terrible if it's someone like I don't know the young bucks the bravados the machine guns who knows it could be fantastic, but I don't really know. I've enjoyed Martini on commentary the past two weeks, sort of hyping up this team, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping that before they, the Guardians of Truth, come out, we get another promo from him because uh, I always think he's good to hear on the mic. Anything you'd like to uh, share? Any t- who, who do you think it's going to be? Who, who are the Guardians of Truth, John?
2: I have no idea who it could possibly be. I've been trying to think of this non-stop, day and night, for the past few weeks.
1: Yeah. But if they, they are, are go on i could
2: like remember the original house of truth i think i believe it was, it was josh raymond and christian abel i believe it was their names, something along those lines um i think they could be a possibility i guess if they're coming back under masks but i don't yeah, know what, where this could possibly go though like I, I guess it,
1: thinking with the mask thing is that they can't be a big name because if they were a big name, you know, like a former WWE talent, like I initially thought maybe London and Kendrick, if it was someone like that, it'd make no sense to cover them behind the mask because, you know, they are well-known and would perhaps attract interest to the company. So it leads me to think that perhaps they're just some unknown guys. They could be OVW talent or we, we don't know.
2: Yeah, one idea, I think I saw something mentions on the forum, it could be the Basham brothers.
1: <laughs> I, I,
2: I don't want that to happen. Oh, dear.
1: Oh, oh no, I maybe. remember that.
2: Maybe. <laughs> but, but like, I, I could see somebody who had like a brief run and maybe like OVW or something along those lines be the, be the guardians of truth. But I see them if they do come in under masks, I can see them eventually
1: unmasking and it being a big reveal.
2: Yeah, like maybe like have it be like at final battle, like be like the champions they versus. They could always
1: have a mask versus title.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or not Express or something. Uh. Exactly, which I think was <laughs> You huge. don't like that,
1: Des? <laughs>
0: I'm tired of masks and wrestling. <laughs> really? I love masks and
2: wrestling.
1: Maybe. It could be El Generico. He could have a mask on, and he takes off his Guardian of Truth mask to have the Oh! <laughs> oh yes. There we I get I pop for that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That'd be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> um,
1: I think that's a good note to end on for that match, so... Um, Up next, we have the... Hey, what if it's called Cabana? Oh, yeah, it could be. Oh yeah. Surely you'd be able to tell, though, by... You'd be able to figure that out. Who knows? We'll have to wait and see. I'm sure there'll be lots of speculation. Who are these masked guys? There'll be lots of images analyzed and stuff. Any tattoos, giveaways, things like that. We're going to be disappointed either way. Yes. Just uh, what I said I think last week, expect it to be the Nasty Boys, because they are... (laughs) Whoever it is will be better than the Nasty Boys. I think me and John. Would be better than the nasty boys. So. I think so. I'd watch. Maybe, maybe yeah, Team ROH cast could make their debut. Tune Ooh. in to find I'll be your out. manager. If you hear any toot toots, and you know it's us. <laughs> <laughs> toot toot. <laughs> toot. <laughs> that is be our theme music. That's us, us toot tooting. <laughs> uh, we then get to the uh, next match on the card, which is the third match in the Die Hard Challenge series. It is. Uh, I don't understand uh, this.
2: He is in the Die Hard Challenge series to get a title match, but he had the title match. Right. and
1: he lost yeah, yeah for those who don't know uh, the Die Hard Challenge series is Eddie Edwards taking on former world champions um, to try and get himself back in the world title picture he defeated Rhino at Border Wars thanks to Truth Martini's interference he defeated Davy Richards uh, last week thanks to Jimmy Jacobs interference and huh. he might defeat Homicide thanks to interference who knows but what Louis I did know he didn't ask for the match with Rhino to be uh, made a no contest did he? He didn't win that cleanly. He's not such an honourable man after all, Edwards, eh? Um, So yeah, he'll be taking on homicide at best in the world. Um, There's, you know... Oh, I forgot the point that I was going to make. Sorry. Um, The point (laughs) that John was making is that he's already received his world title shot (laughs) last weekend. So why is he still doing the Die Hard Challenge series?
2: And didn't I see somewhere... I'm not sure why I asked you if I saw something, but... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what you
0: saw, Johnny. No, I think so That's why he keeps tabs on you twenty-four-seven.
2: but I think I saw something somewhere. I believe it might have been in one of the news wires that said, after it might have been Steen saying, after uh, Edwards, Richards, and Strong all get their first title shots against him, he wants to challenge against fresh opponents. So I'm not sure if so. I'm not sure if Rich, if Edwards will ever get another title shot. So this whole Ventures. I don't, I don't think he really process.
1: needs to, to be honest. I mean, I think this Die Hard Challenge series just gives him something to do when he's not got a direct feud, to be honest. So I'm not sure what he's gonna if he's going to keep going with this. You know, who else he could face? Who are the former world champions? I hope he doesn't face Roderick Strong again. Xavier. Oh, no. Um, yeah. Well,
2: j- well, it hasn't just been Ring of Honor World Champions. Yeah, so it could they, be former so world they,
1: champions they, of anything. So they
2: could do, like, but, Steve Carino at some David point, I guess. Ket? Yes. Vince Russo is a
1: WCW champion. Uh, yeah, all these great that possibilities. Is, that just, for you know. Ex-
2: they're the guardians of truth, right there.
1: Death Before oh, Dishonor oh. X10. I think we'll see Eddie Edwards against uh, Vince Russo. I would pay money for that. <laughs> so, um, uh, John, you know what do you expect from this one? There hasn't really been much build. There is a little something next week, but I won't spoil it. Um, yeah, what do you expect? Who do you think is going to pick up the win?
2: Well, I think. One hundred percent, Eddie Edwards is going to pick up the win. Hmm. Homicide just doesn't appear frequently at all. I'm pretty sure he just appears on the New York shows these days. Yeah, that's that's literally it. And uh, if it's the homicide of old, like I think we've said this like a billion times, but if it's, <laughs> if it's the homicide of old, it'll be good. If it's the homicide of 2010, 2011, it's not going to be much at all. So hopefully, he kind of you know, I, I've heard that he had nagging injuries, and that hang on a second, but he had like nagging injuries and (laughs) so hopefully he'll get those uh, taking has gotten those taken care of and that he seems more motivated this time because it seemed like that seemed like a big part of his problem last time was he didn't seem too motivated to Mm. go out there and put on great shows. I'm not saying that's the case, but that's what it looked like to me. So hopefully, you know, in front of the New York crowd, he'll have like a ton of support there, a ton of people cheering for him. So I think it will, Hoping for a good match, but I'm not expecting like I'm not expecting it to be anything spectacular.
1: Yeah, I sort of agree with that. I think Edwards has to get a win here simply because Homicide doesn't won't be appearing until the next New New York show, whenever that is, and probably Final Battle. But um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, um, one thing I do hope is that I hope Homicide comes comes out to his uh, you know, his actual Ring of Honor theme because I was very disappointed at 10th anniversary. He came out to some generic. I don't know what
2: it was. It was like rock or something, yeah. Yeah,
1: what was that? That was not his music. It was very disappointing. It just takes away from the moment of having Homicide back. So um, hopefully he'll have his uh, original music, and I'm sure the match will be okay. Hopefully, it'll, know. you know, we've got lower expectations, so it could surprise us. There's any sort of comments on the Die Hard Challenge match? Uh, no. Do you think we will see the... <laughs> uh... <laughs> as far as you didn't say uh, what he said, shout uh, Shelton Benjamin there. Um, do you think we'll see Edwards get the win with the CYF?
0: <laughs> That'd be awesome.
1: The the move that he debuted on TV last week, Kevin Kelly okay, was really Homicide, homicide yeah. will
0: try and stab him with a fork, okay? And Eddie Edwards will thwart it and chop him in the face, which will be more deadly than being stabbed with a fork.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think we've pre- predicted the finish. Finish. Uh,
0: would it be a knockout? Win by
1: knockout? Yeah, I was going to say, is this a hybrid fight halls as well? <laughs> Um,
2: maybe oh, we've uh... finished the two matches so far. This sounds like a great show.
1: <laughs> okay, we're moving on with the card here. The next match is a uh, triple threat match for the Ring of Honor te- <laughs> Television Championship between champion Roderick Strong defending against Jay Lethal. Oh yeah. And oh yeah, surprised. And Tommaso Ciampa. Um, I'll go to you first, Des. What do you expect from this? What, what do you think of the build? You know, who do you think is going to win? Well, we said earlier,
0: Jay Lethal was such a non-factor in this match. It's really all about, uh, there's a lot of intrigue in this match uh, as it pertains to what's going to happen with Roderick Strong and Tommaso Ciampa. So, with that said, uh, Jay Lethal could very well surprise everybody and win the belt. Uh, I hope that's not the case. Um, I actually see Roddy retaining this time and then spinning off into a singles program with Ciampa
1: somewhere down the line. Hmm... Do you think there's uh, if the, if the you know there was the possibility of a house of truth and embassy sort of merging and uniting into one, would Champa and Roddy both stay in this faction, or I mean are they just going to turn around and beat the crap out of Lethal and, and uh, I, don't I know
2: can what's see Champa kind of leaving the faction because he seems kind of like being going out on, on his own like, uh, Evan said this, this week they advised him not to go for the TV title but he's still trying to obviously not listening to what they said and still going after it. So I could see him kind of breaking away, being his own kind of man, even though for the longest time we thought it'd, it'd be Artie Evans and Ciampa breaking free of the embassy with mm. themselves. But I really have no idea what's going to happen there. And it's kind of intriguing. I, I'm kind of liking what's going on there. Cause I'm not sure what to expect. And it's, and it's a good kind of not sure what to expect other than the usual. Like, yeah, oh, no, they're going to screw this one up, I'm kind of not sure. Really.
0: <laughs> there are a couple good things that could happen here. I mean, you could have Ciampa and, and Strong go off into their own program, or you could have, uh, like, you have Michael Elgin there as well. And if they merge, then, like I said, you could have Elgin break off and then do a program with Ciampa, which I think would be kind of awesome. Damn. That would be
1: really awesome.
2: Mm.
0: Building up to a program with Strong and then eventually building up to the world title. So you could have a, a couple different things happen here.
1: Yeah, so really, as you said, Des, this is really all about... What's going to happen with the House of Truth and the Embassy? You know, with Strong and Champa, Lethal is just sort of there, sort of like how you know when Lethal was feuding with Bennett, Generico was just sort of chucked in at final battles. So. Yeah, kind of
2: just like the former champion who needs his rematch kind of yeah. thing, without even much relevance to the rest of the storyline. Mm. But this seems like, like Des said, uh, like he'd be like a catalyst to a lot of huge, awesome things happening in the future, just based uh, on the outcome and what goes on during this match. Yeah, and I'm excited to say I think this is going to be a very good match. I mean. I know I said it earlier, I don't really like Lethal. I realize I'm not liking Lethal. I think that's just his character. Every time I see him in the ring, I enjoy watching him. Yeah. And Strong and Champa are both really good. So I think this could turn out to be one of the better the, triple threats. The only threat thing
1: restricting it will be the time limit. I hope they didn't do a draw. That would be awful. Uh, well,
2: did they have the time limit at the final battle triple threat? Yes, I think
1: so. Okay, because yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't remember. No, well, It I seems don't.
2: like Ring of Honor has been doing a lot of triple threats lately. Not a <laughs> just an just a observation.
1: My only concern here is that the way they book Lethal, I mean I, I do struggle to remember any of his sort of losses, really. Um, I could think
2: just... Strong and, uh, and Richards as far yeah, as I know.
1: Yeah, I mean I could see him getting the win here, which is, you know perhaps the Embassy and House of, House of Truth do have some sort of fix. Their plan is to have Roddy keep the belt with some sort of agreement. It messes up Lethal, capitalizes, and gets the belt. That's my only sort of concern here, is that they're going to put the belt back on Lethal, which is the last thing that should happen here. It should be Ciampa or Strong.
2: I think it should be Ciampa. Like, Strong. I don't see why Strong. Strong doesn't I, 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 mean, it,
1: I guess. Yeah. I guess if they you know, continue to do the
2: uh, merging of the factions, they could keep Strong. But I think the belt would do wonders for Champa right now.
1: I mean, with... Um, you know, Adam Cole's got an upcoming title shot. Give Champa the belt. Let them have a program. I think that would work.
0: What if, when uh, uh, Strong defends against Cole, they build up a little more tension in the coming weeks between Strong and Elgin, and then when he faces Adam Cole, uh, Elgin screws Strong somehow.
1: Hmm. Yeah. That sort of the Elgin thing has sort of took a bit of a back seat recently, hasn't it? It has sort of more been about what's going on with the Embassy and Champa. I mean every single tag match that Strong and Elgin seem to have, there was some sort of tease of a break, but that's sort of just been thrown to the side temporarily while, Ah, uh, oh, I think, should we segue into the next match? Well, it seems to me, I'm just going to do this no. out there real quick. <laughs> Right just, then, go no, ahead.
2: But it's just one quick thought. It seems to me that the TV title has more intrigue to it right now than the world title. I guess that's just because the world title changed hands and we know it's not going to change yeah, again for a while.
1: but The TV title didn't change hands that long ago. and. Uh, but it seems like there's more
2: possibilities for the... TV title right now than there is for the world title.
1: I suppose it's because, you know, in this match, we're not 100% sure who could win. You know, it could be Champa or Strong, or maybe even Lethal, unfortunately. But then, heading forwards after that, there's a lot more guys that could challenge for it and possibly win it. You know, Cole, O'Reilly, Elgin, TJP. But when you've got the world title, there's not many... Because of the booking and how they've balanced the roster, there's not that many... You know, guys that could actually go for the world title and have a legitimate chance at this point. I mean I think in the future guys like Elgin and Cole will be world champions, but not right now. So I think that could be sort of the issue here is that, you know, after he's done Steen's done with Davy, then what? Who who is there? So that's yeah, probably why that's probably why, you know, you're getting that feeling of sort of you no know, sort of intrigue behind it or whatever.
0: So we're gonna shut the door on that match
1: and move on? Yeah, I did just shut my door. oh <laughs> well <laughs> um, yeah, segueing into the, I did try and segue, but John just completely buried that segue. Um, <laughs> he literally just threw it out the ring, which in the hybrid fighting rules would be a foul. Um, the, we then that, have that, would be, that, would
2: be, yeah, that wouldn't be a critical foul; that'd be a normal foul. So, oh, so okay, chances. Especially like if
0: you could... go by NWA rules, you'd
2: be disqualified. So if so you that, yeah, that's, it seems like it seems like the hybrid fighting rules are just like a more complicated NWA rules to
1: me, so like
2: if or, or, if early you... 90s NWA. <laughs>
0: It's like every complicated finish that you could possibly have guaranteed in one match.
1: (laughs) So, John, if you throw my segues out again two more times, that's three fouls and you're out. Exactly.
0: Um,
1: So, up next is Fit Finley taking on Michael Elgin. Um, Finley last appeared at Border Wars when he took on Roderick Strong in a... I would call a disappointing match. I'm not sure if everyone will agree with me there. Um it's not it wasn't really my style, so I did find <laughs> it quite sort of dull. It was my least favorite match of that event. But um uh Dez, what do you expect from this one? Now, there hasn't really been much build apart from Finlay says coming, so what do you think who thinks is going to win?
0: Uh Elgin better win. Mm. Um it, it it would make absolutely no sense to have Finlay go over. So if Elgin win and keep the uh, keep the momentum going, and uh, just uh, Finley's a good guy to make, you know, guys like Algin look good. So that should be what this match is all about. John?
2: Yeah, Finley's match against Strong was pretty underwhelming. So I'm, I i do not have high, as high as hopes for this match as I did when I first heard about it before Border Wars. Yeah, but I still think they could have a really good match together. I mean. Elgin has been on fire this year, and Finley has had great matches in other companies over the past year or so. And I just think this is a match where both of their styles can mesh pretty well and create a really entertaining match. And I'm still looking forward to it, even though mm. not as much as I was before Border Wars.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, what he said, I think I agree with you there. Yes. And, uh, that is actually a perfect transition into the next match on the card. God, I
0: love transitions.
1: Yeah, it's perfect, isn't it? Um, we have. For the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Titles, we have Charlie Haas and uh, Shelton Benjamin defending their uh, tag team titles against the All Night Express, who uh, won or earned a title shot a long time ago in a proving ground match and have finally been able to cash it in. And uh, uh, we're just gonna go to uh, via satellite to Charlie Haas for some words heading into this match. This is the worst time for my computer to fall.
2: And I'm sure as hell not going to sit up here and toot our
0: own horns, but toot, 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 toot. toot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's actually very <laughs> confident heading into his match, and uh, that's an awesome laugh, dude. An yeah, awesome evil laugh. That manic laugh is is brilliant. <laughs> um, so this is where the hostage crisis will turn into a hostage crisis, as John. <laughs> hey, John loves that. Um, yeah. John, what do you expect from this? You love. You're a big fan of Charlie Haas. Unfortunately, he's not going to speak, which seems to be the only time you actually like him. But uh, what do you expect? Yeah, it'd be nice if they cut a pre-match promo on with some toots. <laughs> yeah, throw some toots
2: in, make it an even more Haas-style situation. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm sure this is going to be a Haas match. <laughs> And I'm out of Haas puns now, so I'll just uh, let Dez talk a little bit. <laughs> oh my God. You're
1: not even going to say you think going to win. You're just going to make two puns and move on. <laughs> I,
2: I, I'm expecting Online Express to get the win. Really? I'm pretty sure they just put the belts on Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team as a transitional champions to get uh to allow the Online Express to take the belts off heels, because I don't think they'd want Online Express to go over the uh, Briscoes after their feud they had last year. Yeah. When, when it's, you know, and they could build it, build it up more to have another championship feud this time. So I think I think this is the perfect time for the r Express to take the belts. I know I've been saying that for months and months and months and months and months now. But
1: <laughs> Ever since Ladder War, or even before maybe.
2: Even before that, because I remember I made the prediction that I think the r Express would take the belts before the end of 2011, and I could not have been more wrong about that. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think this is the perfect time for r Express to get the win. I mean, they've been built up to pretty much be in the, the, one of the main tag teams, and they have come up short pretty much every time, and I'm not sure how much longer they could come, not win the belts before people stop taking them seriously. Exactly, yeah. Defenders. And I think this is just the perfect time for them to take the belts. And I don't think you know, Haas and Benjamin need the belts to be entertaining because they just need to be able to cut good heel promos, which Haas seems to be the man at, and I think they could be just fine without the belts. And I think the belts would do wonders for Vellnit Express going forward and to making them... You know, one of the top tag teams in Ring of Honor.
1: It should also be noted that uh, due to the sanctions placed on Hassan and Benjamin, if they are disqualified, the uh, they will lose the belt as well. So, uh, you know, could we see the Briscoes come and attack them with some ether and then Onyxpress win the belts? Who knows what might oh, happen?
0: That would mean they have to wrestle again somehow.
1: No, it was the final encounter in Texas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, i think you know with the honor express there's just something missing that's stopping them from you know elevating up to that top level i think you know it, perhaps it is the delay in getting the belts and i think i
2: think, it, I think it's the uh the uh, inconsistent booking with them because they always they yeah right on the verge then they just get the rug put out from under them yeah then they get right back on the verge and then they just have the door slammed in their face
1: so hopefully this will be the time give them the belts and uh give them a good rain over the summer heading into the end of the year and uh yeah, I, I think I agree with John. Really, I think to quote Sean Benjamin, what he said, and uh, yeah, I hope All Night Express do pick up the win. I'm sure it'll be a an a, an okay match. I hope. Uh, Des, what do you think?
0: I don't really care who wins. Either way, I'm not really interested in the in the Midnight Express, in the All Night Express. Oh my god. <laughs> or nor am I interested in World's. Uh, <laughs> wow, in our wrestling greatest wrestling's greatest god. tag team. <laughs> Oh, I'm really off today. I'm glad you're not ring announcer. Yeah.
1: Yes, um, this match
0: is scheduled for twelve rounds.
1: <laughs> maybe the hybrid fighting rules is. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope win Express win. That. That's literally all I've got to uh, to add on this one. I think the build wise, well, there's only really been that one interaction where Shelton Benjamin was pinned in a beat down after two drop kicks, which is very strange. He's obviously some sort of his kryptonite is a drop kick, so. I I could yes. see Kenny King running at him, drop kick. It's over.
0: He's so breakable, Shelton Benjamin. He gets pinned after a, a, a couple drop kicks. He gets hit in the back with a chair and he's
1: dead. Oh yeah, that I he's remember scared. that chair shot to the ribs. He was injured yeah, maybe for that's why he stays on tag
2: team because he knows he <laughs> can't take
1: much punch. Wow, he's got some sort of frail skeleton or something. He's, should he be to marked to or something. <laughs> yeah, should be married for Yeah, i will have to I'll have some Italian. sort of doctors check him out or something. <laughs> um so moving on from our usual stupidity <laughs> we'll get to the main event of best in the world which is a rematch from border wars it is for the ring of honor world championship as kevin steen defends against american wolf davy richards uh, richards will apparently have o'reilly in his corner um and Rich- steen will have karina sorry karina will be on commentary i believe no that was t- sorry that's for tv so he'll probably have karina and Jacobs in his corner um, the match is no disqualification, and it's uh, Davies' only um, title shot by order of Jim Cornette. Which
2: I don't so, understand.
1: Uh, no, I'm I don't. So,
2: so uh, against Dean having the belt and wants the belt <laughs> off him, why is he limiting the amount of title shots? Like, one of the best, like, one of the top members of the roster gets.
1: Mm.
2: That doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't
1: really, does it? I don't really know why. Perhaps they were just trying to put doubt in people's mind that maybe he will get the belt back, which is extremely unlikely and would be very a very bad decision um so you know john what do you think about the build for this i mean we've had it's been a month since the last one do you think it's perhaps too soon to do it again what what do you think i don't
2: think it's too soon i'm looking forward to this match their match at border wars is really good and i think the no disqualification element is going to make this maybe not better but it's going to be a different match i think it's going to be just as good as their border wars match it's going to have a whole lot different dynamic to it i was
1: going to say i think adding, you know, no no DQ element will be better, because it, as you say, it won't be the same match, it will be something different there will be different elements to it, so yeah, that's a that's a good idea, and it does open the, the floor, really, for that idea that Des come up with, that I really like with O'Reilly perhaps screwing Davy somehow.
2: Yeah, and uh, I think the build for this has been pretty good I remember that segment they had on TV a few weeks ago That
1: was really good, actually, yeah
2: Yeah, it seems like the Davy Richards that made me a fan of his from, like, 2009 2010, has come back, and I'm Really looking forward to seeing what they can do at Best in the World.
1: Mm, yeah, there's been some good mic work. We had the Cornette, Davey, and Steen uh, segment in the ring where they announced the match, and then we had Steen this week demanding it was no DQ. And uh, obviously, you know, there's obviously a lot of build prior to this. So, you know, you put it all together, and, it, you know, I'm honestly looking forward to this, and uh, I think Steen will get the win. And now Des has said that, I really think, you know, that O'Reilly could uh, <laughs> get involved. And it, as you said, it would lead, you know, give something for Davey to do afterwards because if he were to just lose cleanly, what's next for Davey? He can't go for the belt again. He he would need a program, and I think having a feud with O'Reilly would help elevate O'Reilly, which is something that he he really needs, especially after disappearing after the Brownout. Um, Des, what what do you what do you expect?
0: Um, well, I expect it to be a fine match. Uh, the build for it, I think it's been too much mic work, honestly, or at least. When you compare the what you've seen in the, on the microphone, what you've heard on the microphone to what you've seen actually go down in the ring, there mm-hmm. hasn't been much. We're going to get the in-ring blow-off, I guess, uh, for the uh, go-home show on Saturday. But like you said, it's kind of too late
1: to Because do most that. won't see it until Monday or even Thursday yeah. if they're not a ringside subscriber. So. Yeah, like uh, like myself. So. Exactly, um, yeah it's 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 kind of nuts but I, I perhaps sorry to cut you off but i think it would have been good to have just a brawl between the two on this week's show when steen announced oh, yeah. it was no dq why not have davy come out with a chair and say yeah i'm ready for no dq i'll bring anything and just have them start beating the crap out of each other and have to be separated by officials and then connects like it's no dq it's on and then like that should have been the end of the show and everyone like oh my god it's no dq i've got to buy the pay-per-view like you think that would be simple
0: that would be a simple that would be effective that would capture people visually and i think it's a good way to drive uh drive pay-per-view buys mm. uh, so i don't know it should be a fine match but i'm not as interested
1: i'm i actually wasn't very interested in the last one and i'm not wow. very interested in this one either so that, that what's your uh tweet twitter address to get all hate for that comment
0: <laughs> <laughs> send me your hatred guys i, I like to read it um I'm, I, I'm a heel so i thrive off the hatred uh, <laughs> At, at the Marcus Smart,
1: oh, I'm surprised you weren't interested in the first one because I think there is, but for me, there's less interest in this one because the outcome is obvious. Like it is obvious that Steen is going to retain here, whereas at Border Wars, I really wasn't sure. I think in the pickums, I put Davy was going to actually win. So it just uh, felt
0: to me like uh, it felt like they pulled the trigger way too soon,
1: and I know it's because I'm a spoiled Ring of Honor fan. <laughs> and I'm that's so something fun. that ring of honor never normally do and get a lot of flack yeah. for with yeah, just yeah, waiting they're... too long and uh i remember steven always kept saying that they're gonna wait till final battle and I'm, I'm glad they didn't
0: i actually wouldn't have well maybe not until final battle but maybe until like the september pay-per-view or something i just stuff
1: death before the x10 yes X Ten. In... <laughs> i just
0: thought uh border wars was too soon and i understand why they did it because they were in toronto and they were gonna have the fans but it just felt a little premature
1: I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I, I don't think I would... Could have waited. I, I guess I could have waited the best, like, this extra month
1: to see it, but... But I, I think really it was good. To that match. I don't want to see another one, another title change in New York.
0: That's you know what? Best in the World might have made more sense, actually, to do the the uh, first match because it marks the year anniversary from when Davey won the title, so you could actually have that built-in storyline that... I,
1: th- I think they just didn't want to have another title change in New York and in toronto you know in canada was the perfect sort of place and time to do it with steam
0: yeah i bet the canadian fans are still bitter about Tyler, about uh, uh never
1: mind <laughs> okay <laughs> uh so I, I believe that wraps up the preview and we do have um one one more question on the forum um uh daniel bryanson says what exactly does hybrid fighting rules mean no uh, <laughs> 187 joeism says what match do you think will steal the show at best in the world so you know we've been through all seven matches on the card i'll go to uh i'll put you on the spot john first uh, which match do you think is gonna you know steal the show and be the standout match
2: i believe i've given enough time and not too much outside shenanigans from the factions i think it could be the three-way elimination match for the uh tv title hmm. like i just think strong has kind of just been biding his time still having like decent matches but not great ones i think this be the time he like breaks out and has another great match uh, lethal is always solid and Champa has been really good lately so I think this has all the ingredients to make a great great match des um, actually uh,
0: what he said I-, I think those three guys have the makings to really steal the show they have a uh, they have great chemistry together three of them
1: mm. and it
0: should be a, a really good uh, really fun match but if they have the 15 15- 15 minute time limit then it's a moot point
1: mm. I, I- Perhaps if it wasn't hybrid fighting rules, would have maybe considered Colin O'Reilly. But I think with the stipulation, I'll just I'll just be like, what is this? There's just the stipulation well, will just throw me it
2: off. Has, but... I believe, it still has the potential. But we're, since we're not sure how the rules are gonna dictate how the match goes along,
1: mm. I'm
2: were you guys wearing...
0: watching? Were you guys sorry to cut you off, John? Were you guys watching at the time of when they were having the pure pure title and they were having the pure rules match? Yes. That.
2: Yeah. It, it's
0: like that, except taken to a whole nother level. And even at that point, when you had the pure title matches, it was really hard for the commentators to explain the rules. And a lot of the time, they weren't
2: keeping up with it. So I think this is mm. going to be like 10 times worse. Uh, hopefully, it's kinda, this doesn't become like a whole, new, a whole division like the pure title did. Hope this, now, this, this would just,
1: just like be a... There's a- <laughs> a- a- <laughs> <laughs> not going to be a hybrid fighting championship, please. Your no.
2: Jim Cornette has an
0: obsession with MMA guys, though. So it very, very well could be.
1: I mean, it could it could be cool
2: if like O'Reilly turned like I guess he already is a heel, but you know, kind of just adopts this like to the extreme, starts carrying on his own belt and everything.
0: Oh, that'd be awesome. And you have like that. Well, you could have some old MMA guy come in and manage him or something because yeah, somebody. <laughs> him. We I, don't want
1: to uh, of Dan Severn, please. I no. was gonna
0: say Dan Severn, but I decided not to. <laughs> um,
1: I Do you was think gonna you think say hybrid fighting rules. Do you think I
2: need to explain it to him too? <laughs>
1: Maybe send an email or something. I love how after all this time, Dan Seven still appears on our podcast somehow. <laughs> we should call Adam Cole and have him explain hybrid fighting rules. I do actually do actually have his number from the interview, and I'm sure he'd not. Yes, right. We a should call, give him a call. call random now. phone call. Hey Adam, can you explain <laughs> hybrid fighting rules to us? <laughs> Sorry
0: to bother you at dinner, but uh, we need some clarification.
1: <laughs> Pressing issue right now. <laughs> um, I was gonna say that Steen Richards is my. my a match that I think will steal the show, but I think talking about Dan Seven is a better way to end the show. So um, yeah, that wraps up the preview. Of, oh, sorry, John, are you going to say something? No, I don't have anything to say. Okay, um, yeah, that wraps up the preview of Best in the World live this Sunday on our pay per view. Uh, I believe it's fifteen dollars or free if you ordered Border Wars. So uh, be sure to check it out. We're going to be live tweeting during the show at ROH underscore World. Uh, there'll be discussion on our forum rhul.com slash forum there's already a, an official thread on there and there's a thread as well to share your predictions for the pickums. so <laughs> but yeah be sure to check out our coverage of the show over the weekend and uh, thank you for listening to the podcast we hope you enjoyed it we'll be doing a full uh, review of the show next week i think there'll be quite a few of us on next week i'm not 100 sure there'll probably, probably just be three as always but there's a possibility <laughs> for several people who knows um yeah, tune in next week, episode 40. We'll review Best in the World and possibly talk about the TV show because next week it will be Eddie Edwards taking on Brutal Bob. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, be sure to tune into that. And we hope you enjoyed the show and we will see you all next week. Toot
0: toot!